0: This is a 1984 Flyer Die Podcast.
1: I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. It is 2018. 2018. We are in the new year. This is the first episode of the Fly and Die podcast of the year. That's yes, right. The 1984 Fly and Die podcast made it to 2018. And all I'm saying is just God damn it, God damn it, I made it, I made it, and I'm blessed, you know, I'm truly blessed to be here, and it was great to see 2018 till 2017, fuck outta here, just like that, just like that, so let me tell you how I brought in the new year, some of y'all were at parties, House parties, clubs, sipping on Bub, Dom P, Cristal, Ace of Spades, ginger ale. I guess some of y'all don't drink alcohol, so y'all probably had some ginger ale in there with the bubbles, pop, pop, fizz, fizz, you know what I mean? But for me, during my New Year's Eve, I spent it with my family, with my parents, that's right, and it was all good. 'Cause I've been out in clubs before, been in New York. when the when the ball dropped down. I was there for it. I've been in clubs, been at house parties before. So this one was good was good for me. It chilled my family. My uh my day ones, if you will, my day ones. So it was a blessing to be in there. You know, it was just great. And before I went over there and chilled with them, I spent like a few hours watching the Dave Chappelle stand-up. I think one was called Equanimity and the other, uh, The Bird Revelation. I love them both. I love them both. Um, the first one more so for the comedy and the second one more so for the message, the underlying message. And of course, you know, before the week was out, I'm seeing people being offended. I don't believe he said that about And it's like, Dave Chappelle has been this guy since forever. That's what makes him a great comic, in my opinion. Like, I don't give a shit about anybody being in their feelings, being hurt. Oh, he's trash. Nigga, who cares? I definitely don't care. You know, because, like, he... He spoke some real shit. He says some real thought-provoking stuff in both of his specials. You know? And it comes down to... Are you actually listening to what he's saying? Or only, are you only hearing what you want to hear so you can be more enraged and more angry and, and, you know, just pissed off? It's like, it's art, man. You know, you get what you want to get out of it. I chose to get comedy. I chose to get entertainment. I chose to get things I can learn from. Like the Burt Revelation. He talks about... Uh, Iceberg Slim's book Pimp And he applied it to his life I was sold That was the coldest game I ever got From a comedy special On Netflix For sure Thoroughly enjoyed it But yo so Before we get into the The guest that I have Blair who is a psychic uh, Does tarot reading And a medium as well. You know, I just want to get into what you can look forward to for the rest of the year. See, in 2018, I got guests already lined up. Of all walks of life. All kinds of people with all kinds of stories. And I can't wait for all of you to hear them. It's going to be dope. Real dope. As for me, after this The break I was on, because you know, I I worked a nine to five and I had the holiday break to myself, which was sweet, like bare meat, I decided to do some research. And I have a new approach I'm gonna take to this podcasting. And you're probably gonna hear it within the next few episodes. And I think you're gonna like it. But that's that. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna get into uh too much because you know, if I talk too much, then nothing's going to happen. Bad voice move in silence, so
2: I have nothing to say to you. Can you feel me?
1: Facts, Diddy. Facts. So, all right. It's time for me to get into the show. The 1984 Fly Podcast with Blair. This is the 12th episode. I like even numbers. And I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, She and I have known each other, social media for for a while. Mutual friends, of course. But we also bonded over something a few years ago. And you're probably wondering, what am I talking about? I'll refresh your memory. (laughs) Okay, so you go rock with the numbers 777. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. As we all know, those are lucky numbers in the casino world, right? But for me, well, my tattoo is my arm. I have seven life path number, the great heptagram, which is like three different shapes in one, mm-hmm. and the seventh chakra, which is the crown chakra, on my arm. So seven, seven, seven.
0: That's deep. Yeah. That is deep. But that is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's like my my uh you know, lucky charm kind of speaking. But uh, you know, it's different and things.
0: And that's how I visualize the 777 for me too. It's like my lucky number. Like even my cell phone number, first three digits. Yes it is. 777. Now
1: that's not a mistake.
0: Never changing that, ever. Please don't, <laughs> please don't.
1: Cause like, <laughs> based on the business card, like boom, a oh word, word. Right. I like that, I like that. So for those <clears throat> who are ready to get down to some real interesting talk, I have here Blair.
0: Yes, it's me.
1: And he's Blair. (laughs) Now listen, you may find her on Instagram at B2Ls, 2As, 2Is, 2Rs. You pronounce it as just Blair. Yeah, just
0: pretend it's a regular Blair. Mm -hmm. You don't have to scream it or yell it. Just Blair.
1: Right, because it's spelled a certain way. I mean, you have to be like, hey, Blair. (laughs) That's what I did earlier because I was trying to be funny. And (laughs) she was like, no. Nah. Let's not do that. (laughs) Okay, so on your... Instagram bio mm-hmm. it says you're a psychic mm-hmm. tell reader mm-hmm. and you also have a YouTube channel that I checked out
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I wrote down the uh, name of it is Keep Your Spirit Alive.
0: Yes, it is. Keep Your Spirit Alive.
1: Okay. So we have all these things here. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's do this. Boom, boom. How did you get into this?
0: Okay. So I had a spiritual awakening back in like 2009. It was kind of like left field. Um, So in that regards, I did a lot of soul searching. But even in that point of time, I really wasn't diving into things. It was more so just doing research before I made an initial step to like, okay, I want to dive into tarot officially or this, that. I just wanted to know, figure some things out. So I was you know researching angel numbers and you know trying to understand meanings i kept seeing 11 11 10 10 12 12 i'm like what is this so i gotta, you know i dove into that um and i was just trying to understand again spirituality as a whole you know things about buddhism and jesus just everything down to like christianity and other forms of religion because mm-hmm. i just want to understand my place so after that little evolution you know, occurred. And um, my cousin, she was into tarot. This is how I got into tarot. She was into it at a certain point in her time. So there was a tarot deck that she was using and I was really intrigued by it, but it wasn't enough for me to like go buy her tarot deck. I wanted to research it again because I I really like to just research things so I can get a better understanding about what's out there. So I was like, well, let me just research the original tarot deck and that's the classic right of So I started doing that, dabbling into it, practicing it as much as I could, trying to get a better understanding about the cards because the cards at first glance can be very intimidating, okay? But what I've learned from my own personal experience and journey with tarot, your intuition is going to be your best guide because the cards will talk to you as they need to speak to you. And that's how you can get an understanding because everyone's... Um, Everybody practices tarot very differently. Some people are by the book. Some people are very intuitive. I'm very intuitive, and this psychic gift, this this thing, I don't even, it's an interesting thing because I feel like it came out of left field again. I'm assuming this is just simply part of my evolution as a spiritual being. It was almost like the universe was like, it's time for you to level up. Yes, you're intuitive, but now you're gonna start getting your information from a higher source. Not to say you weren't doing it before, but it's about to get real. Like, you're gonna be able to tell people things about your life, their lives within the future, or whatever that's pertaining to a certain situation. I don't really have an explanation for it. I'm just assuming it was always there all along. And it was just time for me to level up and actually use that and integrate it into my tarot practice and just as a spiritual being. It's very interesting, I will say that. It's it's like one of those unknown mysteries. Like
1: I wish you could see her face when she said that. Her face was just like, it lit up, it expanded. <laughs> it was like, yes, the truth is out there, right? So the funny, well to me, I can say, My first introduction into like psychics and tarot card, it was never anything positive. Mm -hmm. Cause the first thing I remember seeing on TV and pertaining to that were like the Dionne Warwick psychic hotlines. Mm -hmm. Like call this number here. And then you had Miss Cleo, rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. And she, you know, call this number now, I'll read you your future. You know, she had a little bootleg accent on, you know, and just, you know, spend for like 9.99 or like 99 cents per minute. Right. I'll tell you all that you need to know. Mm-hmm. And so it automatically was put out there as a gimmick or like something you may see at a, a sideshow for a circus. Right. Now, I've never really given this true respect. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I got older. Of course, as you get older, you have better experiences. You start to dabble in things for yourself. Right. I remember my first reading that I ever had with tarot cards. My mom would get them all the time. So for me, I started getting them uh, a lady in South Philly who was a European priestess, Mm -hmm. like give me a with the cards. And it was one of the craziest things ever because she was so on point. And I I was never one to be a non-believer, but I needed to have the experience for myself to truly know. Right. And everything she read to me was like on point. And... She asked, hey, you want me to read you with the cards or with the shells? And I'm like, I do Oh, know.
0: she reads shells? Get yeah. Out of here.
1: Yeah, and I said, um, give me cards, because I, I don't know shells." shells. Like, <laughs> shells
0: and the bones, Those, that's wild.
1: Now, now f- uh, funny you mentioned that, because when I went to New Orleans, and I was going through my bit of turmoil down there, I went to uh, the French Quarter, and there was this lady down there, and she... Mind you, there's like a bunch of people down there Who are trying to sell that same service mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what I need to find the one who is no frills Because people out there with tables Like Crystal Ball Reading And Crystal Ball Reading 2 over here do no, I'm the real Crystal Ball All these people are outside It was like June 2013 mm-hmm. Everybody out there in full bloom She was out there with a card table And her cards or whatever she was reading. I said, you know what, that's how I need to go to. Went to her and she gave me everything. She was, two was a Yoruba priestess. And she mentioned like, Oshun and Shango and all that. And she was like, I'm gonna read you with bones or a cards. I said, yo, I'm gonna stick with the cards right now. I don't know what the bones is up to. <laughs> you know, We start from the beginning level right now. So by me having these experiences and then having a friend of mine who gave me a couple of readings this year, that was just like, wow, it's, some things are too good to be true, mm-hmm. but in this case, nah, nah. it wasn't just a coincidence. The, everything that I got was spot on, and it helped me to become to get get to this point here. Like you having this podcast, somebody said to me, "You need to have a platform of something, do something," and I got here, and boom.
0: That's beautiful,
1: right? So I saw you on like online, and I saw you with uh, you know the card readings on YouTube and your readings on. On Instagram, I said, yo, I need to know more about it. And I feel like you are the conduit for that, you know? Right. So we got into how you got into it, into the cards. How has being, not just being a psychic or dealing with the cards, how has that been in terms of an instrument of being a healing factor for other people? Like, people come to you, I'm sure they come to you with all types of, like, issues or problems. Like, I don't know what's going on. My job sucks. Relationship sucks. <laughs> you know, so.
0: here hear it all, man.
1: Yeah, so what's, what, what's that experience like?
0: <clears throat> It's been very interesting because for the most part, I know for me, I have to kind of detach myself from some of their situations and really think outside the box and kind of be that guiding light. Mm -hmm. So whatever information I get, I want to be as accurate as I can. I want us to get down to whatever it is that needs to be solved. Sometimes, it's not even the right time. And I can't give them as much information as I would like because they're made, still need to have like some learning experience, experiences to happen or something in that regard. So, but for the most part, I've had a lot of positive reactions to my readings. Um, some of them have been really like blown away. Some of them have been in awe They've thanked me like many times, <clears throat> many times for you know, my services, and some have you know, started to come back already. Um, but for the most part, it, it is a healing experience. And I try to be as gentle as I can. This is another situation that I have with some people. It's like they want to believe, but there's a part of them that's scared like I, I, there's this girl that commented on like one of my pictures when I was talking about tarot she was like I love your readings but I'm afraid to you know get a reading from you and I'm like I don't bite you know I'm here to help you in the best way that I can I'm not mm-hmm. going to like tell you some mean or evil story it's like what can we talk about what do you want to know let's figure it out together you know so I tried my best to to come from a healing and loving place
1: no it's. On my way here, mm-hmm. before I got here to set everything up here in the blistering cold, because right. it's brick out here in Philly right now, <laughs> uh, I told a, a friend of mine, I said, hey, I'm going <laughs> to interview uh, psychic tarot reader Blair. She said, oh boy. I said, oh boy, what? She said, tarot cards. I said, yeah, what's up? I don't believe in those things. Why do you believe in it? I said, well, because honestly, like I told you, as I mentioned earlier, I was given like information that helped me out along the way and it helped me get to a certain point. I gave her an example. Mm -hmm. She said, well, I could have told you that. I said, but you didn't tell me that. (laughs) You know, you you didn't tell me that at all. So like, (laughs) I want to hear that, man. It's like, and I feel like people, it is a fear. People don't believe because there is a fear of like coming too close to the unknown, but the unknown should never be, should never be a fright fest. So for you, you don't dealing with what you're reading, I'm sure that you encounter more than just energy in terms of like spiritual energy and, and all that that's mm-hmm. involved. Like what have you, how has it actually changed or helped your perspective about life and death and all that happens in between?
0: Let me tell you, this, this, just, this is what I've learned so far. You just need to enjoy your life as is. Um, there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered in regards to the unknown. But for the most part, we all come from the same source. We're all energy. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Um, you don't really die. You don't die. You just transition into an energetic form that is forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as reincarnation, I'm not sure how that kind of works. Um, I'm still trying to understand that for myself and you know but um from what I learned I just I just feel like um spiritually
1: all right so the question pretty much goes back to figuring out from your gifts through the you know the, the intuitive gifts that you've been that you have now right because I mean people talk about spirits and the hereafter and this and that but like so what have you
0: that's very real okay <clears throat> So I don't know if you know, there is a part of me where I was doing the mediumship part. Really? Yes. So I was doing, but this is how it worked. And there's some few people that can vouch for the mediumship that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, It really depended on the person that I was doing the reading for because the spirit, whoever the family member was, cousin, uncle, they will come through randomly as I'm giving a reading. Okay, so when that happens, I'm getting the cue to go ahead and try to kind of put put the two people together to make sure that I can verify that this is indeed the person. So I start, hey, this person said they grew up in this place. Do they? Is there a picture that you have of them in this place in your house? Can you clarify that for me? And then it's like, oh my gosh, you're really you know tapping into somebody that once lived, a family member, a friend. Um, I even get, um, I'm getting chills on my legs. Okay, so I even get, um, like, their, their characteristics, how they spoke. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it gets deep. But I will say, for the most part, while it was a great experience, I'm kind of still battling that issue out of being a medium. Because when you become a medium, you're very open to other things. And this is when it's, like, paranormal activity like experiences so like even before I came to you I did a cleansing okay I did a deep cleansing because it was just I don't know the energy was very all over the place and I can tell there was like a spirit or something around that was just trying to be playful but I have a short fuse when it comes to that Mm -hmm. so I'm like all right burning my sage saying my prayer blessing myself so I can Get my energy right before I come to you, okay? So that that was my situation today. (laughs) But yeah, the the other side is very intricate, okay? Um, There's good and bad, it really is. So it's like you really have to be serious when it comes to being a medium. And I'm still trying to learn that aspect of myself. So what I'm learning is like, I believe in spirit guides and my angels and my ancestors. That's my belief. And I feel like they're helping me kind of transition be more confident and feel more powerful when it comes to being a medium. Because again, sometimes you will um, come face to face with an entity or being that is very greater than you, mm-hmm. meaning they're, they just know how to manipulate and things of that nature. Paranormal activity is real. That's what I learned.
1: That's was my next question, yo, because I'm telling you. People always talk about, every those movies, people always bring in, oh, hey, Billy, what you got there? I got a Ouija board. <laughs> and it's like, Billy, don't play that game in the house. Okay, I won't. What does Billy do? Go in the basement, him and his goofy friends, go we'll play a Ouija board. You and, got
0: that damn Ouija board alone.
1: <laughs> and like, for me, I said, yo, I told people, so, listen, I said, listen, you got that game from what? Don't bring it around my apartment, B. Right. I don't want no parts of that. Because <laughs> like, I, some people it might sound weird, might not be, like, might not believe in it, mm-hmm. but like, I'm a really, I really believe in energy and I believe there's negative and there's positive out yes. there. You know, so if there's entities out there that's bugging out, I want them in my career. Hell no, nah. <laughs> you know, like even like in terms of having having a medium, like I would be. I'm kind of hesitant if I ever I would have to like have a, an actual reading from a medium, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be ready in terms of because me, I had a couple losses in the family already. Mm-hmm. Right, and I wouldn't know how I would react if somebody said, oh, guess what, Gus? who's back? And I'm like, oh, man, you know? Right. yeah. So I guess it's a, it's a lot to it. So do you, is there a certain method that you prepare people before?
0: You know what? Um, it depends. I guess, put it like this, spirit knows when somebody is ready. If they don't feel like you're ready, it's not going to happen. So in all the situations to where I've connected, you know, family members with their deceased loved ones. Everybody was ready, even if they didn't feel like they were. Mm-hmm. Because some, you know, grandmothers and aunties came through and when they came through, they came through with information, you know, or especially in regards to clients that asked about a deceased loved one. For the most part, some of them were ready to talk. Like, yes, I'm here. This is what I have to tell you. Blah, blah, blah. Things of that nature. So mm-hmm. it 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 depends. Like your situation is very unique. Um, it could go either way. I feel like you. We have to continue on. Um, you know, kind of just break the ice a little bit. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay, so let's get further into this, right? Mm-hmm. Thing that kind of, kind of made me pause a lot is that when it comes down to divination and it comes down to all these things. How long did it take for you to feel comfortable with all of it? Because I, I can imagine you going from living a, hey, regular life, everything's okay, to being.
0: Do you know this all happened this year? The The, the, the thing is, I've been studying tarot since 2014. Okay. This psychic medium shit mm-hmm. came this year. Okay. All I wanted to do was just do my tarot, and then again, The universe was like, time to level up. (laughs) You're going to go through your second phase or third phase of your spiritual awakening. But on top of that, we're going to throw a little bit of paranormal activity just to show you it's real. And we're real. And we'll show you how real we can get. Then it's like, okay. So how? So it was almost like they were coaching me. And then I felt comfortable enough to be like, hey, guys, on social media, I'm this. Some people are like, you a psychic now? It's like listen
1: you know people are (laughs) skeptical it's like it now all of a sudden word
0: yeah yes i am the thing is i've always been intuitive my whole life it's just Mm -hmm. like another level to my intuitiveness that's all Mm -hmm. because i'm working with my team of like you know my spare guys and my angels my ancestors to give people answers that they need god as well you know god is like the number one Mm -hmm. energy to deal with in regards to you know helping people it's really about helping people and this is what I feel like some people understand for psychics and mediums for some anyway it really is just about helping people being a vessel of light to help that's it you're if you're feeling lost how can I help you let's figure it out sometimes I might not get accurate information but I will try my best to be as accurate as possible Mm -hmm. you know sometimes there's some information that you can't receive right now just because it's not it's not time
1: right, that makes sense,
0: yeah, it's like it's not time for you to know this
2: <laughs> Wow,
1: okay, so I'm gonna take a quick still the same in the same realm uh-huh but it's like um excursion into a different uh area of it, so people are so damn skeptical when it comes to, actually people are skeptical about everything right correct but people are so damn skeptical about signs and astrology and horoscopes. Mm. And it makes me laugh, I'm like, listen, you have no idea how like your sign that you actually are. And of course, (laughs) of course, like whenever I got into the game, people were like, yeah, so what are you. I said, I'm a a Scorpio. What's your moon? What's your rising? And I said, oh, you, you rat bastards, all right. Look it up. I found I was like a Scorpio, um, born November t- and, uh, 84, right? Born mm-hmm. at night. So you born me born 9 30 means like I'm a Gemini moon. I'm a Cancer rising.
0: Oh, tight. I'm a Cancer rising.
1: Shout out to you.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I went through all this stuff, and my cousin who was like really really into this, and he sent me this thing about my birthday, mm-hmm. I looked at it and I said, this is just, it's just disgustingly frightening, cause it's like everything, every part of my personality, how I am now, was can be found in this list of like Scorpio tendencies, remember 10th, second right. deacon stuff, was all, all wild. So for you, in your business,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how real are these horoscopes? How real are these astrological signs?
0: They're very real. They come, they come back from the beginning of time. You know, astrology is a, is a tool that's been used forever mm-hmm. and gradually has progressed to being what it is now, and I'm sure it's gonna to progress to be something even greater mm-hmm. later on down the line. It's really just about us having a better understanding about it, because like you said, people are very skeptical until you put your exact birthday in there, and then you wanna be like, oh, yeah, because it's more than just your sun and your moon too, and your rising. All planets are accountable into creating the person that you are. I—it's magical to me how it even started. I'm really not familiar with this startup, but mm-hmm. I'm. It's just like how how from the stars, constellations creates this person with this personality mm-hmm. down to the death. You understand? Like it right. gets that deep.
1: That's that's wild.
0: Yeah, it's wild. It's still wild, wild, wild to me.
1: Joe, I mean. I just remember these experiences and just not being very sure about. Because, I mean, it comes down to you trying to be comfortable with who you are as a person. Right. And then you see these things. It's kind of like you see your reflection before you're ready to see your reflection. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, that's me? And it's like, yeah, that is you. And, yeah. and <laughs> a lot of times there's some things that I try to change about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to be that way. Week later I do something, I'm like, God damn it, I can't escape it. Right. <laughs> That's what I wanna go back to. You mentioned how your experience guides, God is your closest one. Yes. God is the biggest one. Yes. I find that people who have fear of the tarot cards mm-hmm. think that what you're doing and thinking that the whole psychic thing is ungodlike or unholy for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, if you get influenced by what you see on TV and movies all the time, then yeah. Yeah. But if you're saying it's about helping people and God is involved, it's like why should there be, should there be a fear of of that at all?
0: That's their own personal issue. And I've had people tell me that, oh, you know, you're going to hell and try to throw a Bible verse at me. And I'm just like, you have no idea. And you don't even know me on top of that. Right. I'm not here to, like, try to ruin people's lives. Again, it's about helping people. I just happen to be using uh, divination tools Mm -hmm. to help. That's it. It's really not that deep, but again, some people are definitely Mm fear-based, and that's something that they have to work through for themselves, period. I can
1: only imagine. People when people are in their own issues, their special bags. Yes. So let's get down to people. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any stories that you've, yeah, you know what, yeah, let's, let's get down to it. What was your first reading like, if you can remember that?
0: My first reading? Yeah. um, My very first reading, yeah, that was tarot. Basically, I tried my best to channel the information, and um, I just did an audio on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of scared because I was like, I don't know if she's going to, like, I don't know, figure out if I'm accurate or whatever, and the feedback was great, and so that was a key factor for me to like okay continue on but you know practice and figure it out along the way and again that's when the universe was like time to love. Mm-hmm. love. <laughs> you're about to be like a psychic get some other extra stuff so and then it got kind of intense where the accuracy increased mm-hmm. um and it was fun I will say for the most part this has been a fun experience very deep as well I'm learning about myself too through my clients you know, listening to their stories, it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm learning through you. Even if you don't think I am, I'm learning through you too. So let's figure it out together, you know. Some situations are very similar to something that I may have experienced in the past. So it's like, I'm able to try my best to be a friend and to help lend a helping hand and just make sure, you know, they walk away feeling confident too. Mm-hmm. That's another key, feeling confident about the future and what it holds for them.
1: So, Let's go back to you saying that you learned about yourself mm-hmm. through your readings. What's one of the greatest things that you learned about yourself from these experiences?
0: That I'm stronger than what I'm perceiving myself to be. So it's really just about having a strong will and determination and motivation too. Like this is not an easy task right now this lifetime that I'm in in regards to this being a special gift and experience that I'm going through it's not easy but at the same token I'm very strong I've always been strong so it's just it's an adjustment to you know really try to figure out how to um, make a living off of this eventually you know there's people out there that are like you know, up there in the rankings of psychic and psychic mediums, and are really making a living off of this. And I mm. feel like, I, why can't I do the same thing? But again, it's trying to figure out a game plan as well. You know,
1: right. I think that's when you're trying to make a living off of it. <clears throat> people tend to take that the wrong way because, like, there's one of my favorite psychics was John Edwards, mm-hmm. The Crossing Over, and I like Susan Brown, that she thinks she passed away like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. But, like, I respected them. Then there were ones who were on TV, like the Hollywood Psychic. You ever see that guy, like, Tyler or whatever?
0: Tyler, yeah.
1: And he interviewed Lil' Kim. And I was like, yo, like, come on, man. I'm talking about, oh, I see this big guy around you. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> I, I'm like, yo, I threw off my imaginary hat. I wasn't wearing a <laughs> hat at
0: the time. I'm
1: like, I don't watch TV. I don't listen to music. I'm like, you are...
0: That rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not gonna lie. That was hard to watch. I watched a few episodes and I have not watched him anymore because he knows these people.
1: Right. It's like you
0: can't just. Really, sir? Really? But
1: that's why I feel like it gives what you do a bad name or bad reputation because everybody sees that, oh, scam all this. This game all this too. But like you said, people are actually out here trying to help.
0: Yeah. No, he's legit now. But how they're trying to market him. Mm-hmm it's just it's not working because he's getting celebrities and he's acting like you know these people sir you know why are they killed. getting you to do this and then he has to go through the process of being who he is mm-hmm. while acting like he doesn't really know about the information that he's receiving he's trying to be as normal as possible put it like that
2: what?
0: but the issue is you you're, you know these celebrities now it would have been different if like maybe a grandmom came through or something mm-hmm. for kim but no you you got you got biggie. You sweaters. got biggie. Word. Cool.
1: First try, too. Say less. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> like, come on.
1: A, yeah. I said, I I, see a coochie sweater. Like, stuff like that. I'm like, all right, bro. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got you. All right, so let's flip it up. Now, during the mediumship, mm-hmm. did you ever have any scary experiences?
0: Um, In regards to reading people, no.
1: Not just reading, but doing it for the first time in terms of being like called off guard by what is this
0: well yeah because I did a reading for somebody that you know and um their parent came through and I was like wait your parent is here
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then they were like what and then I had to do the whole explanation and trying to describe their parents mm-hmm. and that was kind of like I wasn't expecting that I was like whoa this is this is really happening so that was it was a cool experience like we were able to bond off of it but at the same time i was like because how the parent came through was like i'm here like ready to talk so i don't know i can't say it was scary it was scary because i don't know maybe because i just wasn't expecting it it was i was just giving them a reading Mm -hmm. and then the parent was like i'm here i was like oh um such and such is here somebody's here so i had to put two and two together and like and then, you know, it started to flow, but yeah.
1: I had the parent and B-boy stance in the corner, so yo. I'm here, what was, up? Help, though, <laughs> what up, though? You know what I mean?
0: What is happening?
1: Tag me in, Chief, like, oh, Right? <laughs> it
0: was like, wait.
1: Yeah, because people tend to get the uh, the idea that how it was with Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost is how it really is out here, man.
0: <laughs> yo, that is kind of creepy. I'm yeah. Not gonna hold you. Wow. Tell Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Yo,
1: what's my. <laughs> I mean, to
0: be honest, people can channel spirits. That's very, very, very real. Mm -hmm. Some people, I feel like, may not even be aware. um, Because I feel, this is what I learned as well. Spirits do have the capability to connect with you, and they can channel through you Mm -hmm. as they choose to. For some people. Some people are really divinely protected. You know, there's a whole guard. It's not going to happen. But for some people walking on these streets right now, I promise you, they've been manipulated by some spirit, some entity, or something. I put that on everything.
1: I've heard stories like that. Like people uh, not really possession, but it's just people who may walk by somewhere or touch something, and they'll have something become attached to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that can like pretty much change their entire outlook on on their day. Or an entire week. And they're wondering what the hell going on. I'm like, yo, you got something next to you, yo. Right. Like a dark shadow.
2: And yeah.
1: Things that cling to you, kind of like draining your energy that way. Yes. You know, if all, everybody out there thinking this sounds crazy, yo, <laughs> look it up. Shit is real.
0: It's very real.
1: Right. Wow.
0: It's very real. It's as real as it can get.
1: Hmm. All right. <laughs> I want want to know some more of your... Stories. I want to know. Like, you um, have to mention your names because, of course, you're a client. Pretty you know privacy mm-hmm. joints. Can't put my name out there. But what have been some of your most interesting experiences?
0: Interesting. How would I even categorize that as interesting? All I can say is, so far, okay. all the mediumship readings have been the most interesting. That's really it. Like, the, I don't want to put. People in like categories, but like the regular everyday questions are cool. Those are great. But the mediumship is really about making that connection to, you know, a deceased loved one. That is really the most entertaining. Like I've had, I did a reading for um, a family member and our grandfather came through. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it gets real. (laughs) So that has been the most interesting. I will say that. No, I'll retract. Doing the readings for my family members has been the most interesting. Mm -hmm. Connecting my aunts and my uncles to their mother, father has been the most interesting. Um, And what I love about my family is they're very open to spirituality, to the unknown. So it made it a lot easier as well to do readings for them and for them to have conversations or at least make some sort of connection with their parents, for sure. Yeah, so it's like... They got questions. They know they can come to me. Right. <laughs> you know, free of charge.
1: How did that feel for you when, like, when your grandfather came through?
0: Um, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait. Um, I was like, yo, grandfather's here. Mm-hmm. I was reading for my cousin. He was like,
2: what? Mm-hmm.
0: So, and they had an interaction. I told him what he needed to know, and that was that. And he listened. He listened to the point where you would have thought, My grandfather was in the room. That's how serious, you know what I mean? The information that I was giving him was being received. Like, he was like, word. And then he was like, I want to talk to him again. I was like, okay, maybe we'll do it later, another day. But this is what I'm telling you. This is what he's telling you. So listen, and that's that. Like, inflection, my energy shifted too. It was very stern. So I can tell it was like a very dominant presence coming through, things of that nature. And that kind of gave him clarity to know like oh yeah this is grandfather the thing is we never met our grandfather our grandfather died before we were all born at least my cousins right so it was like we never met this dude but like my aunts and uncles can clarify for how he acted his personality so it was like okay it's legit like it's legit wow that'll
1: that'll blow my mind (laughs) right I have one grandfather who passed before I was born, so I wouldn't even know like where to begin. Like, hey, uh, you still wearing hats? You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> this is crazy questions like that. <laughs> I've always been interested in, you know, that, and again, mediumship mm-hmm. and paranormal activity, but not more so like the uh, the poltergeist weird stuff. I don't want none of that over here on this side, you know? Ah, so. I don't want none of that. Nah, but it's, for but you. it's just always interested me in hearing... The stories of how people who are in this became what they became. In terms of you becoming a, a you know a psychic, becoming you know being a medium for that period, you were a medium mm-hmm. and reading cards. It's always interesting hearing those those origin stories. It's kind of like yo, you get that signal, boom, it's your time, and you, you got to go with it. Like, yeah, you, you're given the gift, and you have to to do it. Right. So, fuck, I've heard stories people may say like I, like, I try to ignore the gift. But it kept on egging me and pushing me. So I had to like give in and boom.
0: Well, the thing is, for me, even as a child, I was connected to spirit. Um, I had like a little weird paranormal situations, but I shut it down quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm only assuming that maybe the spiritual world was like, let's try it again she's this age now let's see how it goes mm-hmm. um for the most part i'm like cool psychic yeah the mediumship yeah it's still an issue something i have to work through so i'm like nah because sometimes i feel like it can get too much like it can be very draining mm-hmm. it's just a lot of spiritual work involved just to making sure you're good you get what i'm saying yeah you got to protect yourself protect your energy not to say that shouldn't be done for anybody, because you really should protect yourself at all costs. Mm-hmm. Just do it, just for the sake of your energy. But again, when you're dealing with the spiritual world and they know this is a medium, we're like connected differently than everybody else that's walking the street. That means I can talk to you whenever I wanna talk to you. No, you cannot, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm trying to sleep, go away, it's that kind of thing. So that is what my current issue is with being a medium, because they will talk to you it's like an open door, mm-hmm. and I want that door to be closed. Sometimes, like I want to go to sleep in peace right. without somebody waking me up or something, something weird like
2: that.
1: Leave me alone, Jethro. Get right, to more.
2: <laughs> like, go away. Go out of here. <laughs>
1: Scram. So, right, so let's focus on your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. YouTube channel is keep your spirits alive. alive, indeed. And how can we, as people out here, may not know much. About spirituality, keep our spirit alive,
0: you know what that's actually a question that I wanted to ask you, like how do you keep your spirit alive? I don't mean to flip it on you, but that's oh, you just <laughs>
1: here we go Let's go for it um how do I keep my spirit alive? just maintaining a sense of graciousness mm-hmm. because I realize that anything that I have now I can lose mm, mm-hmm. so I'm very grateful to be in the moment and to have what I have and the relationships that I've been able to, to gain through life, not just family, but friends. Like, those things keep me alive, keep my spirit alive. Like, doing this podcast with people like you and just being in this zone where I can create without a limit keeps my spirit alive. You know, because like I grew up family, both sides, you know, definitely like church-going folks, but my Mom's side was actually like preacher, you know. Her father was a preacher. My mo- grandmother's mother the church, but my grandparents, God-fearing people, always to the gospel, watching TBN or whatever channel it is on, you know, on cable. Mm-hmm. So they were always about that. So my idea what spirit was was always um, religion-based. Once I got older, my dad started pointing things to me. My mom started pointing things to me. I so reading about Deepak Chopra. I realized that spirit was something that was a lot more. A S- lot simple and complex at the same time. Mm-hmm. So now, like, my spirit is pretty much just me and how I approach each day. That, and me keeping my spirit alive is realize, like, yo, when I feel like shit sometimes, don't let that shitty feeling persist. Don't let it last. Because that's why, that's how your spirit dies. And, like, I see people outside all the time, and not to be judgmental, but people you can tell have been beaten by life. And their spirit is like as weak as hell, Mm -hmm. so they find themselves in situations they they don't even belong in, you know. So, truth. Yeah, for me, it's like that's how I keep it alive, you know. So, what about you? How do you keep your spirit alive?
0: I like creativity, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm an artist at heart, so Mm -hmm. that's one point into how I keep my spirit alive. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing my readings for people, my YouTube channel helps me keep my spirit alive because it's something fun and that I like doing right now at this time. Um, Traveling keeps my spirit alive. My family, which has been like my rock for you know forever, they definitely keep my spirit alive because they're just very outgoing and supportive. So, Mm -hmm. and my friends, of course, you know, so, and just doing my spiritual maintenance, my meditations, my chanting, I listen to mantras, you know, because I'm trying my best to stay level-headed too and kind of stay out of that funk. So I do anything that I can Mm -hmm. just to make sure I can, you know, do the right spiritual maintenance for myself to keep my spirit alive and, you know, be, be the light that I'm trying to be.
1: you go. And for those, for those who know Blair, you know Blair is like one of the flyest people out <laughs> okay. here. Okay. <laughs> <you>. For years, <laughs> she has been super fly. She's always been creative. I knew her more so before as just like a creatively fly person. You know, I was like, okay, this is who she is. Oh, but then I saw you were doing this, you know, reading the cards. I said, well, well I said, well, dang. <laughs> I said, well, dang it. I see what it's about. So on your channel, mm-hmm. you've done uh, card readings, right? Right. So go in, go in depth about why you um, decided to have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and the purpose of those videos.
0: Okay, so I wanted to start something because I want—I felt like I needed to expand. I'm like, okay, doing readings is cool, but I want to do something else in regards to what I'm learning and trying to share with people. Let me start a YouTube channel. There are a lot of spiritual people, tarot readers, psychics, mediums on YouTube. Like, you can search, you can find anything on there. That's cool. So I know that I know the information that I'm trying to give to people. I feel like it can be beneficial if you're really trying to hear me out. So what i start how i'm starting off right now i'm just doing horoscopes for all 12 zodiac signs mm-hmm. so i just use my intuition and my psychic gifts to you know pull my cards and figure out what that energy is like for each sign so that's what i'm doing so i'll do like weeklies and monthlies but then I was like I kind of want to do something different too. So what else can I do? Well, let me talk about things. So I did like this Q&A video about like spirituality, the unknown and gifts and things of that nature and that was cool. And then recently the last video that I did was on tarot. The tarot cards and things of that nature. So It's a slow growing process, but I feel like eventually this Keep Your Spirit Alive will be a platform to where you can obtain information about, you know, different realms of whatever spirituality entails, whether it be tarot, how you can meditate, things of that nature. Maybe crystals, whatever it is, so right now i'm trying to you know ask people you know what kind of videos do you want to see and i've got uh, some feedback, so I'm working on trying to figure out how to format and when to do the videos, but I just want it to grow so it can be very informative to people that's mm-hmm. it, I'm trying to spread the information
1: I like that you do that, and I enjoy your videos on instagram thank you um, because uh I thought like there's there's a nice community of like minds in terms of people like like you on there, mm-hmm. like also follow. Us. So there was like this trap witch. There's she's lit. She's lit. There's hood oracle. That's the homie. And there's other people who I don't remember at the moment because mm-hmm. I have my vitamins today. <laughs> if I have my vitamin. When I go home. I'll be like, yeah, A to c everybody. So everybody. We, everybody. So yeah, I. And just so you know, I am. I'm not just going to be one of these guys, like, yeah, hey, I have somebody on the show, and I test out their product. She will be doing a reading for me when, when I, you know, sit here at uh, Chang Chang. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It, it will go down.
0: Yeah, I was supposed to read for you, like, Matt long
1: ago. I long ago, life.
0: That's why I'm like, he's not ready. It's all good.
1: I'm ready. I'm like, like fish and spaghetti. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Check, man. I was ready. If I would have known, mm. if, I, if, I, if I was thinking correctly, I would have, I had it all set up now, reading on the air, but
0: it's
1: all... It's all good. It's all good. In due time, it, in due time. In due time. And when it happens, I'll let y'all know on another episode of this podcast, which I am hosting right now, <laughs> which you are listening to at the moment, right now, in time, at the present.
2: Thanks.
1: Yeah, so, all right. Actually, something else I just want to ask about.
2: What's
0: up? Let's get
1: to it now how many times people ask you about love when it comes down to this
0: that's like the number one question what? that is the number one question and sometimes i get people who are very repetitive they'll come back and ask the same thing over and over and i have to give them the same answer or just let them know outright just let things manifest mm-hmm. let it go and let see what happens but yes love is like the top question
1: it's like number two money
0: money too yeah
1: I can imagine, like, yo,
0: love a- and money, career.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> those three: love, money, your career.
1: I feel like I've been guilty of asking those questions too. Like, yo, you, <laughs> I uh, have too. When you I see next too. year, son. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yo, it's just it's one of those things we just want to know about love. Mm-hmm. We we're just we're, we are all hopeless romantics. There's so much love that people just want love. They want to f- experience it, or you know. When am I going to get back with my ex or some craziness like that? And it's like,
1: okay. Have you ever seen a card? You were like, yeah, that question you asked me? Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> don't try it. Are you sure? Like, I'm looking at it right now. Don't do it. Nah. It's a no-go. All right, so have you ever had anyone who asked you for advice, right? Mm-hmm. You gave them the reading. Right. And like, yo, whatever you do, don't get back with this person. And they get actually, they listen to you like, okay, I won't do it. And they do it anyway and they come back to you has that ever happened to you has before? that
0: happened yes that has happened <laughs> but you know what again free will mm-hmm. i can tell you everything but at the end of the day you have to be proactive into obtaining the information figure out how you want to move
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you chose to go back okay that's your free will decision how did it work out for you now you're broken or your you know your feelings are hurt so now what now we have to figure something else out but it is what it is. It is what it is. I can't even get mad at it, though. I can't. I can't. We're
1: all trying to figure it out. Right. Human beings, some people would rather uh, you can tell someone the fire is hot or. Some
0: people just hard headed.
1: Want to touch the fire themselves, see how hot it is.
0: Yeah. Well, how hot is it? Oh. Ah. My, yeah.
1: Hands. Now your hand's severed. Yeah, yo, you know, you're just.
0: <laughs> Third degree burns or something crazy. Crispy fingers. Why didn't you tell me? Like <laughs> I told, you, I it told was, you it was hot,
1: cuz. What you doing? So all right, so I have some uh, a question for you. Mm-hmm. All right, now we've gone through horoscopes. Mm-hmm. We're going through the cards. Mm-hmm. Now, and you mentioned that early on you were doing research.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, did you ever dabble into like? Yoruba, Santeria, Voodoo, Hoodoo.
2: Voodoo, Hoodoo. Uh,
1: <clears throat> what else is out there? Was it a ritual of root working?
0: Root work. Yeah, yes, it, gets, it gets deep. Um, have I done any research? No, but I've been introduced to it. I was introduced to it actually this year. Um, a friend of mine who's actually into that practice,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he introduced me to um, some people that, he, you know, like, Padrinos, I don't know. He called him his padrino. So I went to um, their house one time for dinner. They were doing some celebration. There's the whole setup. The I don't even know what you call it. It's not even an altar. But it's just this big wall of just mm-hmm. fruits and just different things, trinkets. And they did this prayer over it in front of it or something. It was deep. It was deep. Um, but that was my only introduction to it. Okay. But it was a really entertaining experience because they're, re- they're really down to earth. So I enjoyed being there. But in that day, I wore all black. And my homie was like, um, you know, they weren't all white, but I feel like you should be fine. Because for whatever reason, you're supposed to wear all white during this whole celebration. I don't know. It was like a last minute thing. And you know, they, they took me under their wing. Like, you know, she's cool. And I feel like even then, they kind of knew I was going through my own, you know, process of trying to understand things anyway so Mm -hmm. it was interesting it was I don't know I wish I knew the names of what was happening but
1: I kind of like I have
0: is it Santa or something like that I can't remember
1: it's a lot like because because you know and also like when I one reasons why I wanted interviews because I feel like there's such a wave of and it's not witchcraft, it's like brujeria, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many people are claiming it.
0: People are glamorizing it. They're hopping on a trendy wave of brujeria, okay? Witchcraft, all of that. It's like a trend. I don't know why it's coming to that point, mm-hmm. um, but that's how I'm perceiving it. For some, it's very trendy to be this way. While others are very serious about it, like the trap witch, she's serious about it. Yes, she is. Don't even hood oracle. She's serious about it. That's the homie. Like we do this shit for I a living, all okay? Their videos, <laughs> we seen, do this shit. Seen
1: all them photos, hit mad likes in them videos. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it always, it kind of struck me as odd, cause I'm like, you really don't know what you're doing or what you're what you're really rocking with. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this book and invite these spirits over here. I'm like, you don't know what, the, you don't know what you're bringing in your crib. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. No way. But, <laughs> but, but there's so many who are like that, who think like, it's just all, oh, yeah, I am I am this. Because like, it was an artist um, from New York, uh, Princess Nokia, she has a song. Nokia, yeah, Nokia, I'm gonna call it Nokia, yeah. that's Drew Hill. Yeah, so Princess <laughs> Nokia, she had a song about like, she was like, bruh, Brujeria. it was yeah. one of those things. And that song was like for her coming from where she comes from her her heritage i understood it yeah but then i see people who go from like yeah uh, that's my song by the way jones be like yeah um money making shay right Mm-hmm. on monday on friday oh yeah i'm bruja shay now
2: talking all,
1: talking all soft and quiet i'm like <laughs> what, what what happened to you well, and, uh, i just I went and I got some incense and my life changed. It's not not that easy. You can't just buy incense and shit change like that. What's what's going on here? But this is the way, that's why I was always so. It's weird how things have become trendy versus those who are really, really about it.
0: But you know what I hope? Mm -hmm. If it is trendy, I hope it sticks for some of the people who are being attracted to this practice and maybe later on down the line they'll want to expand on it more. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just what the universe is trying to do to get people hip to this whole dimension of where I feel like we're kind of gravitating towards anyway. Okay, Okay? because I feel like there is a breakdown within religion and the whole system. A lot of things need to be uh, reformulated, but again, to reach a certain culture, maybe it does need to be trendy, per se, mm-hmm. to kind of catch the eye of some people that probably need an awakening. It may not be right now. It may be down the line. Or they may just be like, fuck it, and you know, hop off the wave, mm-hmm. mid-whatever. But, you know, I don't know. That's just how I look at it for some people.
1: Well, I came back to you and uh-huh. how you look at it, where do you, because right now, it definitely sounds like you're on a journey that is fairly new for you, well, within a year, right? Mm -hmm. And you've gotten to a certain point in this journey. Where do you hope that this journey takes you as just in terms of, as a person? I know you say you wanna make a living off of it, but as a person, like intrinsically, where do you hope that this this journey takes you?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Growth. I wanna continue to grow from this experience. That's the major key. Um, I want to have a better understanding about spirituality, not to say like I never did, but it's an ever-growing process and I'm learning new things every day. So Mm -hmm. I want to feel more comfortable within this whole process. Like I'm still, I feel like I'm still a newborn in regards to just being a psychic medium and, you know, putting myself out there. I just started this year, you understand? Mm -hmm. So it's like there's still evolution to be had when it comes to this whole thing. And again eventually like you said making it into a solid income I feel like I have the right to do that too though like this is a gift Mm -hmm. I'm here to share and help So I think that's beautiful for some people. They don't really get it yet They really don't understand how I even fell into this sometimes. I'm still in awe into how I got here I lost my job January My world crumbled, okay? Then I had to move, lost my apartment. Then it was like, oh, guess where you're going? You're going back to Philly. Mm -hmm. So now I'm here. So it's like, after all of that, I was still going through this spiritual evolution, trying to figure things out in regards to being a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. Then realizing like, wow, people really like what I do. Others don't, because they don't understand it. So it it comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. But I hope as I continue to feel more confident within this practice, I can be able to share more experiences, work on my YouTube channel, and just grow in the best way possible. It's really just about growth. Having fun, mm-hmm. it's an experience. You know, you only hear once, life is short, mm-hmm. thug it out, have fun. <laughs>
1: Quote of the, uh, of the podcast <laughs> is to thug it out and have fun. Yes. I often thug it out. <laughs> uh, various times of the day, you know, I'm going to get donuts. What did I do? I thugged it out <laughs> for them donuts. Like, give it up because you want a tip. All right, take that. But yeah. Word. All right, Word. so do you have any words you want to share with the listening, the audience about you, what you do, and what they should be doing for the upcoming new year? Let's not forget, in a couple of days, it's gonna be 2018. And yes. everybody's out here talking about cutting everybody off for 2018, the new me 2018, you know. And so, but for you, journey that you've been on, let them know.
0: Well, just, I don't know, what should I say? I will say that 2018 for all of us is actually gonna be a very awesome year I know that sounds very general, but we're going into a year that's more so gravitating toward partnerships, you know, co-creating with each other, co-creating with the universe. Um, and I feel like the revolution is still coming together. So we're really gonna be coming together more to bring a voice to various platforms to really want to, trying to be heard in various ways. We're really going to show the world who we are, who we're trying to become we're not going to tolerate this bullshit that's been happening especially in regards to the government. Mm-hmm. All right, so the protests and things that that's not going to stop. It's not. But I feel like we're just going to be coming together and really vocalizing the things that no longer serve us. So, for the most part, like these past couple of months, um the sex scandals and all those things and then women's rights and, you know, sexual abuse You know, that's something that had to be highlighted for healing, so people are coming together to support each other in that way. So we'll have, you know, situations like that occurring throughout 2018 to where people, again, they just wanna vocalize their truths, and people are gonna be very supportive. We're not going to be butting heads that much. It's really about coming, uniting, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Being a, a solid front, all right? That's just what I'm getting in regards to the energy for the world as a whole for 2018. But yeah, just have fun, man. Have fun. Life is an experience, okay? So don't don't be hard on yourself. Please don't and don't don't sweat the the small stuff and everything like that.
1: I feel like she's talking to me with that, but <laughs> <go ahead>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just have fun.
1: Yes, yeah, I think we all owe it to ourselves just to have a little bit of fun. To treat ourselves. Yes, you know you have to. So I'm definitely getting that tattoo this year. I'm gonna have to get mad tattoos. Oh my gosh. Going on, like, I, I realized I'm about to put on a, what they call it, the, the the fuck boy uniform, and I'll actually be in a fuck boy. so I'm out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, some Slim I'm Jeans about- and some Jordans. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and a t shirt, like, what's up, cuz? But nah, um, I think that's great. And I'm glad to have had you as like, my last um, guest of. 2017.
0: What an honor. I didn't know that.
1: You're my last guest, 2017. I had a quick thing, I had a buddy, he popped up uh, Wednesday. We hooked that up. Oh, she's doing the dance over here. <laughs> guys. Yeah, so you are, the, you are the last guest of 2017, and you will be the first show of
0: 2018. Hey, yeah. Let me find out. Okay. It's like, yes.
1: <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it's, That's it's, cool. Yeah, so uh, Blair, I'm telling you, it's definitely been a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show.
0: Thank you. Knowing
1: you for years.
0: I know. And since I
1: said it on the show, I am getting a reading from Blair because I said I'll do it. Uh, damn it, I'm going to do it in 2018. I said just like that. Damn it, I'm going to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'll make sure that we do all that. Mm-hmm. And, all right, before we go, what are we
0: doing?
1: Last words of, (laughs) words of positivity that got you through your roughest moments. So hopefully they can share with you. Words of
0: positivity that's gotten me through
1: your roughest moments.
0: My roughest moments. Just don't give up. But it's really, I know that's like so bland, but it's like, don't give up. It's feeling like like the little engine that could, like Mm -hmm. I think I can, and yeah, you can and you will. And it's gonna get done and you're gonna be fine. You know, it's like sometimes when you're in a low point, you don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're wallowing in this sadness or whatever you're going through, distress, and it's mm. like this is only temporary. It's it's going to be fine. Right. It's going to be fine. You just kind of get through that, get through it, and you'll see. You're standing tall. You got all your your limbs. You're good. You're alive. You know, it's like did you die? No, you're you're still here. You're good. Yes. You know what I mean? So.
1: That's what it's about. (laughs) You're good. Your limbs are here. Did you die? No. No. Okay. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And these are words from my guest, the lovely Blair. Um, You can find her on Instagram at B. Two L's, two A's, two I's, two R's. Pronounce it just Blair, not Blair. Um, you're not Seinfeld, you know what I'm saying? Don't say it like Seinfeld, <laughs> To say it regular. And you can also find her on YouTube. Her channel is Keep Your Spirit Alive. She does uh, horoscopes on there, different readings. And you can also contact her for readings on her uh, Instagram page. Yes. And her contact information is there. Mm-hmm. You know, plain as day. And yeah. Check it out. And, of course, listen, if I'm co-signing somebody on my show, I like, just know. Like, they are not some person here I picked up off the street. Nah, B. She's
0: nah, dead. son. We don't nah, do that son. over here. Nah, B. Nah. Not on
1: this side. Not nah. Not on this side. Nah. <laughs> nah. So, um, again, this is 1984 Fly Dot Podcast, episode 12. Um, the last show of 2017. Here's to seeing you people out there in 2018. Uh, much love. Much blessings. And... Boom. Boom.
0: Peace and love. Oh,
1: yeah. I got a handshake. Yeah, I don't boy. Know what happened. Just it was back like it up. that. Bow explosion. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.
2: You win.